And this hour, as always on a Thursday, it's the Business of Greater Newport with the Greater Newport Chamber of Commerce. And today, our chamber host from Connect Greater Newport, our friend Isabel Marsh. Hi, Isabel. Hi, Hi, Bruce. Great to see you. Good to see you here at Innovate Newport. We are broadcasting live from Innovate Newport, and we're always thrilled to be here at Innovate Newport. So it's good to see you. How's your summer been? Good. Went by too fast. Yes, of course. But I think they all did. You know? <laughs> they did. They certainly did. We're yeah. now back into the rush of September. Right. Right. Uh, and now, are you one of these, uh, you know, we've getting, we're getting our city back? <laughs> I, I am a little bit of both. A little bit? Okay. Yeah. Um, I do know the benefits of having so many visitors come here and support our businesses. Well, but we're as, still going to have them. It's just that oh, they're changing absolutely. a bit. Yeah. I mean, with, I think there's another cruise ship coming in tomorrow. Yes. Uh, and the, the second of three this week, I believe. And then the coach buses will start. And that said, it'll be free admission at the mansions this weekend for Newport County residents. That's right. And I think next week we have the boat show. The boat and show. Is it the food and wine festival too? I think we no, might have I a think, double header. I think you're right, Isabel. Gosh, I, I should know this, shouldn't I? Yeah, that's the 16th and 17th. So, yeah. Um, 16th, 17th, 18th is the food and wine festival. The boat show is 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th. So, yeah. The season continues. So who says that uh, things wrap up here in the summer? Oh, the season's over. Not by a long shot. Not at all. And fall is my favorite time in Newport. It's a great time to visit. It's lovely. So come and visit. Well, we're going to talk about some uh, innovations here at Innovate Newport. We're going to talk about some some, uh, productivity and uh, some folks who are helping out some folks to be productive. Yes, I'm so excited to have um, two our guests today from the Employers Association of the Northeast, or EANE. I'm very pleased to have Susan Breen, who is the Member Relations for Rhode Island's representative today, and as well, Allison Ebner, who is the VP of Member Services. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Well, we're delighted to have you on here in the business of Greater Newport, and we're looking forward to speaking with you. Tell us about your organization. Uh, sure. Uh, so EANE, we're a, a local HR uh, resource, um, and we partner with organizations throughout New England. Um, we're comprised of uh, human resources and business experts who deliver a full range of cutting-edge resources and services that, you know, guide and train and retain your workforce and ultimately help organizations succeed. And we thought this would be a great topic as um, the season slows down just a little bit and so many employers are looking inward and trying to figure out in this very tight labor market how do I keep my employees? How do I attract new ones? So Susan and Allison are going to share some tips um, and advice today. We're also going to talk about the overall market so businesses understand what's happening so that they can position themselves to win the war on talent, as we say. So I thought we'd start by um, just doing some quick introductions. Um, So Susan, as our representative in Rhode Island, can you tell us a little bit about your professional background and how you became involved with the EANE? Sure. Thank you, Isabel. Um, You know, I realized that my whole career has been around 
um, supporting businesses of all sizes. Um, I started out as a Providence Journal employee, which I know you probably know many of them, um, but I worked in the marketing research and advertising departments wow. and supported, you know, businesses on how best to, you know, use their advertising dollars and, and reach customers. Um, then I worked at the Rhode Island Society of CPAs for a number of years and supported all the CPA profession in Rhode Island and um, with all of their needs. And now um, I'm with the Employers Association of the Northeast, and um, I'm supporting, you know, businesses from Rhode Island again on all of their HR HR needs. And you know, it's it's been fun. I'm a definite people person, and um, enjoy enjoy helping and supporting um, businesses grow and and be better. You know, so um, that's what I've been doing. Thank you so much. Um, and Allison, what's your background? Sure. Thank you, Isabel. And thank you again for having us this morning. So I, I think most of my career has really been spent in workforce development and talent management. I spent a number of years uh, in the staffing industry, specifically helping large organizations manage their contingent workforce. So many of these companies had, you know, 100, 200, 300 temporary employees that had to mesh and mingle in with core staff. So wow. a lot of work that I did in my past life before coming to EANE was helping bring the workforce together and do those workforce planning uh, activities with our client organizations. I was a member of EANE at several of the organizations I worked for, so I was familiar with the organization. We relied on them very, very heavily for compliance and training, and so I joined the organization a little over six years ago and now head up the, uh, the member relations team. So love, love what we do. I think you'll hear from both Susan and I. We're really passionate about helping businesses be successful and since so much of that has to do with what happens with your employees, uh, we're excited to share that, that information and maybe some tips today with your listeners. That's fantastic. And I think seasonal workforce, it's sort of similar to the, back, the background you have in trying to bring people on who might be here for a few months helping during our busy season and then um, maybe they'll come back the next year. But, you know, that's such an important part of managing people. And uh, we'll continue in just a minute with our guests here in the business of Greater Newport. And we're here at Innovate Newport today. It's the business of Greater Newport, Greater Newport Chamber of Commerce. If you want to find out more about anything we're talking about, just visit newportchamber.com. Isabel Marsh from Connect Greater Newport is our host, and we are talking to some interesting guests. We are. We're talking to Susan Breen, who manages member relations for Rhode Island at the Employers Association of the Northeast and to Allison Ebner, who is VP of Member Services at the Employers Association of the Northeast. Um, in this segment, we're going to be talking about some of the great services that the EANE provides, um, what's happening in the market. You know, I know it's been a challenging time for a lot of employers to keep and find employees. And then we're going to be talking about um, the employee value proposition, which is a great way to think about what makes you different as an employer. So Allison, do you want to tell us a little bit about the services that you offer and how you assist and support employers? 
Sure. Thanks, Isabel. So the, the team here at EANE is small but mighty. We've, we've got a staff of just over 20 folks that really help serve members in a variety of ways. It's such a challenging time to be a business owner today. And whether you're in hospitality, retail, you know, some sort of distribution, healthcare, manufacturing, whatever industry you're in, it is a stretch to try to get everything done. So uh, the team at EA&E can be really, really helpful in helping shore up your people strategy, your people process. We have an employer hotline. So whether you have uh, a compliance question, a question related to employee relations, um, a policy question, maybe you're updating your handbook, or maybe you don't have a handbook, but you want a handbook. So all those types of things are work that we do and provide with our members. We also have an entire arm of learning and development. We have a full training staff here that runs training programs on leadership development, professional development, as well as a lot of HR courses. So we kind of take all of that and roll it into one package for our members that, um, that really helps them build up their workforce in terms of an employee's development, um, their employee engagement, and just kind of their level of knowledge and their level of you know, full engagement in working for an employer. So we know that's really, really key to every company being successful today. And how long have you been doing this? I think uh, people don't realize that the expertise that you, you have on your team. Yeah, the, the Employers Association has been around um, for, for pretty much a little over 100 years at this point. Um, what we started as and what we evolve into today, of course, we adapt to whatever's going on in the market. So um, our staff has an average of 20 years of experience working in human resources and learning and development. Um, everybody on our HR team is certified uh, through HRCI or SHRM to be able to support members. It's with the compliance challenges at the state and federal level, with all of the COVID activity that's happened over the last two and a half, three years, combined with federal activity that's happening on the compliance side, businesses really need a partner they can count on to help bring that information to them, make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're compliant, you're not going to get fined by the state, Hopefully, you're not going to get into any legal trouble with your employees, but that takes knowledge and information that most business owners don't really have time to go and dig out. So we're that organization and that resource that drives that information to you. So we give you the what, what's happening and you know, what you need to do. We give you the why, you know, why this is happening. And then we also, the really important piece that we do is give you the how how you make sure that you keep your business compliant, how you keep your employees moving, working, engaged. That how piece is really the specialty of what we can do for a company. I think you're um, an excellent resource for a lot of our small business owners who are just been so focused on running their business and may not have um, an HR resource on staff. Um, what are some of the things that are happening in the marketplace um, so that employers can sort of understand this is affecting everybody and then really help position them for how do I keep my employees and also attract new ones? Yeah, so I think, you know, one of the things that's happening is there's, there's a tale of two cities going on. At the national level, if you're watching, you know, the national news, you're hearing about layoffs 
and you're hearing about organizations that really ramped up staff having to lay off hundreds, sometimes thousands of people. If you listen to Twitter and Tesla um, and some of those large companies, Chrysler is, is going to reduce their staff. It's a very different story than what's happening in our communities and in our region, right? So I know, you know, in Rhode Island, there's a lot of seasonal staff that come in and, and for the summer and come out with the tourism and things like that. Most employers are still challenged in our region, in our communities, with finding that talent and keeping them on board. So the national story is not the same as the regional story right now. So employers regionally here really need to shore up their employee value proposition. The big buzzword out there right now is quiet quitting. You know, that's, it's made all the national press, it's making all the headlines, and everyone's talking about, oh, well, everyone's quiet, quietly quitting now, right? So what does that mean? We have a, a workforce that is coming off a pandemic that is tired. They have reprioritized what's important to them in their personal lives. They have created new thresholds of what they will tolerate, endure, and be compelled to do in our organizations. So that employee value proposition, that engagement that you bring to them, kind of it's, it's not just enough to give someone a paycheck anymore and expect them to do whatever you ask. There needs to be communication. There needs to be more transparency. And there has to be a little more understanding of, of what's going on in an employee's personal life and what's important to them as part of that business transaction that you have with them. So certainly more communication, talking about expectations and things like that, making sure your managers are, are displaying empathy while they're holding people accountable, and making sure that they're also inspiring them to do their best work and allow themselves to do their best work in, you know, in their work environment. So a lot's changed, and it sure is a lot for employers to manage, Isabel, but I think that really taking that deeper dive into who's got direct engagement with your people, I'm talking about your managers here, right, and you as, an, as, a, as a, probably a business owner that doesn't have a lot of layers of management in a small business, really improving that communication, talking to your employees about what's going on, and asking them how they can bring their best work into the organization for you. Those are all really important things. And we'll be talking about some of the ways you can have those conversations with your employees, because as you mentioned, um, it's almost a shift in management style. And you know, some business owners might be Com might not be that comfortable asking their employees some of those questions, but I think it's so critical right now. Um, and it really will help to um, keep employees engaged and happy, and that is your best form of employee attraction. Um, before we head to our break, Allison, how can business owners get in touch with you? Sure. So uh, here at Employers Association, our website is www.eane.org. Um, you can certainly call Susan or myself. We have a toll-free line that's 877-662-6444. And we're always happy to chat with employers that have questions that, you know, this may sound like an impossible task. It's really not an impossible thing to do. It may be a super big mind shift of where you're coming from and where you need to go. But this problem isn't going anywhere. 
right? So we highly encourage you to kind of lean into this, take small bites at a time, um, but make some of those shifts that you're going to need to do to make sure that you're creating the best environment to be successful because most independent business owners can't do it themselves, right? We're relying on employees to do that. So you have to help yourself position for success. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Allison. Um, in our next segment, we're going to be talking about uh, what an employee value proposition is, some of the ways that small business owners can help to build one and use it as a competitive edge in order to attract their talent. Excellent. Isabel Marsh, Connect Greater Newport. We're in the business of Greater Newport here on, and we're broadcasting from Innovate Newport today, on FM 101.1 and AM 1540. Welcome back to the business of Greater Newport with the Greater Newport Chamber of Commerce. Connect Greater Newport, Isabel Marsh, and uh, we're talking small business here with some folks who have a lot of help. We do. Uh, we're talking to Allison Ebner and Susan Breen of the Employers Association of the Northeast. Um, this section, we're going to talk about uh, the employee value proposition. So Susan, can you give us a little bit of uh, background about that and how employers can use this to help build their value proposition for keeping and attracting employees? Sure. Thank you, Isabel. So just to give you the definition of what an employee value proposition is about, so it's basically the promise an employer makes to its employees detailing what the employer will provide to the employees when they bring their skills, experience, and commitment to the workforce. So what does that mean? It kind of means three things. Um, total rewards. Um, it's taking a look at what you are offering the employee around, you know, their, their benefits, um, and, you know, what the compensation will be and what your training that you'll provide. Um, and, you know, the, the, it's also the promise that they'll make detailing what they, you know, um, what they will bring to, to, you know, to the skills of the workplace. And then, you know, then it's the total experience. It's the workers' perceptions about their journey through, um, the company. So, and really what it is, you know, if I can offer it in real business, small business terms, it's why someone would want to work for you rather than walking down the street and, you know, going to one of your competitors. Um, you know, and lots of times, you know, compensation isn't everything. Um, 10 cents more, you just can't offer it. Budgets don't work. So it's really looking at the things that you can do um, based around your culture, based around your, you know, what you're offering for your organization and your employees. And the, really the best thing to do is think about, you know, who are the champions in your, in your business and asking them, why, is, why do they work here? Why have they worked here so long and what brings them back? Um, really asking those questions to your employees really helps you figure out what it is, what is your secret sauce, and what are you offering. Oh, thank you. I think that um, that's something that people often aren't thinking about, you know, when they, even things like, how do I communicate this? How do I convey that in a job description um, when I'm interviewing someone? 
Um, those are all things that employers can be thinking about. And as you said, a great resource is start with those employees that you have on staff um, who have been there a while because they really can communicate, this is why I stay and this is what I think will attract other people to come and join the, the organization. Exactly. And, you know, there's a lot of information that you can gain. And certainly speaking with your employees at that level and on a different way, um, they will, you know, they love that. And they, you know, will oftentimes be so happy that you asked um, and happy to, to share why they are working there. Because it's often about, you know, why do we come to work every day? There has to be a reason, you know. So um, reminding them what the reasons are, right, what you're, what you're doing and what your vision, um, what your mission for your organization is, is helpful too. Reminding them what that is and why you're passionate about doing what it is you're doing helps get everybody on board and excited to do, to, you know, to jump on board with your mission. Um, you know, it's also lean on your partners too, your, you know, your payroll providers and your health care uh, benefit providers. Ask them to share their total reward statements with you so that you can give your employees you know, at the end of the year, this is everything that, um, you know, I've, I've given to you, you know, include um, how much it costs for health care. Let them know exactly what that total benefits package looks like. Um, so maybe, you know, so they're not running down the street for the 10 cents more. No, I think that's a that's a great point. It's looking at everything holistically and, as you said, reminding employees w what makes them come in and what do they enjoy about what they do. I know you've been working with some small businesses here on Aquidneck Island. Um, can you share some examples of challenges business owners have shared with you and some of the ways that you've helped them out? Sure, yeah. So, you know, we, we do a lot of work with um, with business owners on Aquidneck Island and, you know, the East Bay area as well as the rest of Rhode Island. But, you know, if I think of just those members, you know, um, affirmative action plans, you know, both for some of our larger organizations, they don't have the bandwidth to write those. So we have an employment attorney on staff who can walk you through that and write that for you. Um, some of the smaller ones, you know, I have a... Um, Two people come to mind, one in hospitality and one in landscaping. Um, they were really growing, and it was family organ organizations, family-owned, and their employees, you know, they grow, 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 and things are going fine, but then they realize employees are getting treated differently in different departments. And, you know, they were going to their brother Joe for answers on, you know, PTO, um, because they knew he was easier and would let them have it. So, you know, we realized, hmm, we need to have this, you know, all ironed out, get our processes in place so that we have, you know, everyone knows where they're supposed to go, what the process is for PTO. So we actually rolled up our sleeves and went into the organization and kind of built the human resource department and processes around job descriptions, a handbook, the forms, and, you know, where do you go when you want, you know, time off? Who do you go see? 
so that everyone really is getting treated fairly. And it really, you know, sets your house up, gets everything working in order and things run more smoothly. And then, you know, so we kind of get you all set up. And then the best part is you get going if you run into a situation because humans are difficult and you can call our hotline and reach out and we'll support you with what to do in those crazy situations with, you know, employee relations. Yeah, I think that's a great example because we have a lot of um, family-owned businesses in Rhode Island, and we also have businesses that are growing. And having been at startups earlier in my career, it's a, it can be challenging as, as you just grow, 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 and all of a sudden you realize, as you said, things might not be consistent or you might not know who to go to. And um, right. it can help you prevent some of those challenging situations by you know taking that step to to get a plan into place exactly what about the uh, landscaping company was that uh, was that sort of a similar issue with a lot of growth and having to sort of put into place some some policies yes exactly i yes it was the landscaping company that i was kind of speaking about with the hospitality one um it was more, you know, um, someone had left and we really had to go in and um, kind of clean it up and do an HR audit to make sure all the files were in the proper order and all of the I-9s um, were properly um, filled out and, and, then, and then kind of assist with setting up their HR department as well. <clears throat> Susan. And a lot of times it's all around the 1099 employees. That's, you know, very difficult situations uh, when you have those. Susan, how can businesses get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, Allison and I are, can both be found on our website, um, eane.org. Um, and our phone number is 877-662-6444. Um, that's our toll-free number. And, you know, I'm happy, you know, as the Rhode Island membership um, person to have coffee and conversations with anyone who would like to. I, you know, love our learning about businesses and how we can help. And if we're a fit, terrific. If we're not, you know, that's terrific, too. I'll find you, find you some help. Sounds great. Well, it's been an interesting hour with both of you, and uh, thanks very much for being with us, and all the best. It's the business of Greater Newport, Greater Newport Chamber of Commerce, and uh, Isabel Marsh, it's time to meet our business of the week, and it's our friend Kurt Adenbach from uh, Memorial Funeral Home. Kurt, nice to have you with us. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Kurt. Well, it's uh, morning, Isabel. Nice to, nice to talk to you, as always, and we... Uh, really want to talk about where we are in this time. Certainly, your industry is has gone through some seismic changes over the last two years. I mean, when you talk about businesses that have really had to pivot and change and things, your industry has to be up there among the top, doesn't it? Yeah, we, we certainly saw how a lot of people had to close down uh, for safety and, and restaurants and things like that, change to takeout and things like that. But we really, you know, needed to continue to be here and to do certain parts of our um, duty to the community. 
but the gathering part, you know, getting a group of people together to, to remember a life was missed. And uh, that, that uh, really took a toll on, on our staff and, and a lot of the families that experienced a loss during that time. They couldn't gather. They missed out on a lot of the, the rituals that um, are important for a family. Has that been a need to be able to recoup that, if, if that's a word? Well, I, I don't know that it re- recoup that. I mean, some families delayed services. Some, you know, funeral homes came up with all kinds of interesting ways to work around it with live streaming and things like that. All of that, you know, was temporary. And now that we feel we've got a handle on the world again, we're, you know, really seeing how families are um, valuing what what could have been done during that short time and, and what can still be done. And so gathering is, is so important. Well, that's the, that's it. And you use the word value. And I think that that's the big lesson that we've all learned over the last two and a half years is that we have learned what is to be valued. And uh, we found that this stage of life is to be is to be valued and not to be minimized. And you can't help feeling that we had to learn that. Are, are you getting that from folks that you talk to, Kurt Adenbach? Yeah, there's been a really interesting, um, and I would say almost unexpected interest in families wanting to reach out and, um, you know, because it was on the news, because it was in our community, because we heard about someone who, you know, um, suffered or died from COVID or something like that, that and then couldn't have a, a service that the families want to talk about it and they want to figure out, geez, I need to, I need to share what I think, what, 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 what's meaningful to me. And, and I want to make sure my family knows that. And it, it almost um, brought it a little more comfortably to the forefront where yeah. so many families <laughs> often will avoid uh, talking about, um, you know, a sad topic like that. Well, it's, that, that's it's what so I was important. going for. I, you know, I, I, couldn't come up with the with the right word. It's a good thing I don't talk for a living or anything. But I, <laughs> I, I that, but that's what that's where I was. That's what I was getting to. The fact that people have you know people need to talk about this, which you've been kind of trying to get us to do for a long time to talk about it and to pre-plan. Yeah, and and I think what I've realized in the last um, several years, and and maybe uh, now that we're talking about it, I'm realizing it may have been partly in due to what we experienced uh, during the COVID, was the the need for families just to have the conversation, just start simple. And it's not about going necessarily to the funeral home and picking out a casket or doing things like that. But talk to the people around you, talk to the people you care the most about and, and talk about what's meaningful ask questions of each other. You know, it's not just about me telling you what I think. It's about me listening to what you're feeling. And when families can do that, um, you know, all of a sudden you realize, oh, this is important to them. It's not just I want to keep things simple or keep things inexpensive. You know, the the grandkids need a chance to say goodbye or to gather at church and and have that mass, um, things like that. Um, There's a great tool that got created in collaboration with a bunch of different organizations uh, called RememberingAlife.com, and they have uh, all kinds of tools, workbooks, playing cards, things like that, and it helps just break the ice on that little awkward conversation. You don't know where to start. We have it in so many instances in our life, you know, 
and uh, sometimes just getting the ball rolling and talking about uh, something meaningful. Uh, and then it might lead to another question and then a story. And then all of a sudden, you know, you can kind of, maybe you're a child taking care of a, a, an older parent and you just want to confirm what they want. It's a great way to, to start talking about some of the memories and some of the stories. And then you, it leads you into, you know, what, what some meaningful rituals or gatherings might be at the end of life. Um, I think that's, uh, Kurt, I was wondering a little bit about your history. I know it's a family business and you've been very innovative in the industry early on. And I think this is also a great example where you're trying to make it a little bit easier for people to have this conversation. Can you tell us a little bit about sort of like what the philosophy is and some of the things that you, um, you continue to do? Yeah. The, you know, as much as people have seen this as such a traditional um, service in a community, you know, we're a, a constantly evolving community, and so different faiths and different needs come up, and so you have to be aware of, of that and, and change what you're capable of providing. Uh, you know, years ago, it was a very ritual, uh, religious-based kind of uh, thing, and, and now families are all over the world and, uh, you know, of many different backgrounds. And so uh, whether it was uh, building our own crematory and being able to provide that service, um, you know, offering grief support classes and, um, you know, expanding sort of the types of pre-planning we can do, like we said, with just helping families have a conversation or, or then sit down and do practical things. Um, you know, started with my grandfather. <laughs> it seems hard to think that our spot on Broadway would have been way out of town uh, back <laughs> in the 30s, but I guess it was. And um, then, uh, you know, expanding the business into Portsmouth and um, really trying to be able to provide a lot of different things. We learned in COVID how to do live streaming, maybe not perfectly, but that was uh, certainly a, a, a great way to connect for people who couldn't travel. And, um, you know, we're trying to expand in, in uh, you know, new services where people might not have a, a connection with a, a church or a religious uh, leader. And so we can have a celebrant or a, a non-denominational um, guide for a, a memorial service where they can listen to the family stories and help pull some pieces together. And, you know, not everybody's got that talkative Uncle Larry who uh, is really good about <laughs> uh, telling all the old family dirt, right? And so you need someone to help guide a family through that. And well, We have just about and, a minute. Uh, where can we go to find out more? Where are you located, Kurt Aidenbachin Memorial? Sure. Uh, our main uh, funeral home is on uh, Broadway, 375 Broadway. And, and, you know, our website has a lot of information. Obviously, a lot of families just read the obituaries and things like that. But we tried to put a lot of the resources I've been talking about on there memorialfuneralhome.com and certainly just giving us a call and being able to uh, stop by meet with one of the funeral directors we try to answer questions so that way your family isn't making um, decisions without a full you know full set of information so important, important give to, us that give us that other website to. that you were talking about that resource yeah rememberingalife.com and you can buy some of the books and workshops. There's a bunch of free Terrific. resources you can download. Thank you, Kurt, uh, very much. We're just playing out of bet. time. Isabel Marsh, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us here at Innovate Newport today.